0: listening to Heart to Heart with Saima, the podcast show for people searching for that courageous person within us who wants to be inspired by listening to stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm Saima Dillon, your host. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here. Let's dive right in. Um, Today, I wanted to um talk about my journey as being a helicopter mom. A helicopter mom is someone who is super focused on their child and the growth of their child um, not just from an emotional or psychological perspective, but they have a preset um, plan of what, and where they see their child, of how they want their child to achieve all these dreams. For me, my journey as a helicopter mom, um, it's like um, my daughter is now 19. So of course this journey started when she was born um, in uh, 2001 and Gradually over the time, doing, you know, um, all these things that I wanted my child to do, whether it was uh, going to the religious Sunday school, whether it was going to take QMON classes for math, whether it had to do with enrolling her in piano classes, uh, whether it had to do with, um, you know, enrolling her in... um, Scoring classes, through the span of all those years, um, me, a person, an immigrant who came to the U.S. as a student herself, and wanting my child to... I had these aspirations where I wanted my daughter to go to Harvard University. I wanted her to go to the best Ivy League I wanted her to become um, a neurosurgeon um, so much that there was a time when I was invited to this radio show um, and my daughter, uh, it was a children's show, so I think my daughter Noor was uh, maybe you know seven years old or eight years old at that time and I took her to the show and um, we were seated um, and uh, the host uh, um, the rj asked um, my daughter so what do you want to be when you grow up and uh, my my daughter said "Um, i want to be uh, a neurosurgeon and uh, the host uh, was really impressed and said so uh, you know why do you want to be a neurosurgeon and my daughter said that um, my mom has you know wants me to be a neurosurgeon because neurosurgeons make a lot of money so this was what was in the mind of that child this is what she must have taken from me and these were my desires for her and I feel that as parents when we put all this pressure on children we are gearing our children for failure because we are setting expectations so high that there comes a point where the child just loses their balance, and which is what life is. Life is imperfect. Uh, We all lose our balance. But when you are teaching your child to just be this perfect little person to go after everything that is considered uh, by the world to be the best, um, then you are setting their expectations so high that even they themselves are able to lose the balance because they don't know how to be able to uh, withstand um, adversity when it comes their way because they don't know how to be able to handle it. When I was doing that, this when I was raising my daughter, where you know she would come from school, and I would rush her to cumon classes for math and English. I would rush her um, to piano classes uh, to learn piano, to be able to read and re- the notes, and uh, for piano the- theory classes, and taking her to science classes, and taking her to all these different classes. Um, In my defense, I will say that one of the reasons piano was something I I was taking my daughters to was because I always wanted them to have some creative form of art in their life, something to fall back on when life hits you hard. Um, But when my daughter completed fifth grade and she was soaring high, and she was on top of the world because she was doing great, and she entered sixth grade, we changed her school, we put her in a, in a charter school. And when she started there, her life just fell apart. And she just started rolling down and, and we, we, we just didn't know what was going on with her. Um, we had no answers, uh, we, we, she had a panic attack, and we didn't know any better. Um, we thought that uh, maybe she's just making excuses uh, to not to go to school. We we couldn't even grasp the fact that she had a panic attack, and we took her to the ER, um, and she, it, it was classified as a panic attack. But we did not know any better that we're doing something wrong and it's such a it's a realization that hits you hard and hits you late when you realize that your children their behavior is a manifestation of what we as parents might be doing wrong and I just had a guest on my, my live stream um, two days ago who said that watch your children um, because when you see that they are falling apart, it's something, it's, it's time for you to take a close and hard look at yourself in the mirror because you know what? You might be screwing something up with your parenting skills. And which is exactly what I was doing at that time. And I felt that maybe I put just too much pressure on her. And she started aspiring so high. She wanted to then go to Harvard. She wanted to touch the sky. She wanted to become a neurosurgeon. And when her life spiraled and her her life got out of control and she fell apart, it took us six to seven years just to be able to figure out how we should be able to help her. It was a very difficult journey. And I wish that as a parent, I would have known better. But then unfortunately, parenting does not come with a a manual to teach us uh, how to be, you know, how to do what is in the best interest of your child. And um, time teaches you the hardest lessons. Um, I remember fifth grade, my daughter, um, you know, um, was in Scouts, in Girl Scouts. Um, I was uh, taking her to, uh, for, she used to love riding, horse riding. So I used to, I started taking her for polo riding classes because uh, uh, polo riding, uh, uh, you know, I was hoping that it would eventually end up becoming that tool um, which would help us get a scholarship uh, at Harvard for her. And we went and we were in this, you know, in this place teaching her uh, polo riding. Most beautiful day Stunning horse, um, a really gorgeous instructor teaching her horse riding, uh, polo riding. It was There was a beautiful breeze. It was sunny. It was cool. And I remember feeling extreme gratitude for everything in my life. But that was the last polo riding class that she went for because after that, her life just spiraled down. And, um, you know, that was the last time she she went for horse riding Um, and her life fell apart. And, um, you know, as much as even till today, she she loves horse riding. But she was so, anxiety hit her so hard. Um, And I think it came from the fact that, she herself had these aspirations of uh, touching the sky and of going to harvard and of being this neurosurgeon um that she she did not know how to go after her dreams and she her life fell apart fast forward almost a decade almost a decade of trying to hold on to her and trying to put all the pieces together, trying to understand the right and the wrong and what the right thing to do is and not knowing any better, Uh, listening to all the noise and the voices around you, even from people who love you, who want the best for you, but people all around, including family, not having any answers for anyone, how to be able to, guide her how to how to be there for her how to prevent her fall there were just no answers solution started coming in 2020 for me 2020 has been a year which has redefined my life One of the hardest realizations and which took 10 years, a decade for the realization to kick in was that when my daughter was drowning, I started drowning with her. I did not know better. I was constantly looking for ways, solution, for help to be able to help her. But I was drowning with her. And as much as I remember this mentor of mine in commercial real estate, Harvard, I remember Howard telling me that, Saima, you have to put everyone on the side and you have to focus on yourself. And I just could not do it. Because I, anytime I would start focusing on myself and my progress and my work, I would be torn apart and ripped apart and I would be like, okay, you know what, maybe I can do this for her or maybe I can do that. The realization came to me in 2020 when I realized that your children feed off you, they feed off your energy. And when your energy, although here I'm drowning with her, but she's also drowning because she sees me drowning. The change came where I said that, hey, I have to put everything aside. And I have to do what Howard told me five years ago. And that I have to focus on building myself and raise myself because that's the positive energy my children are going to feed off from. And that right there was the turning point. There's so many people who were surrounded by, by misery of decisions which were taken in life. And they keep stalling because they keep thinking that, hey, you know what? I'll do this when my children grow up. I'll do that when my children grow up. But that is, that's the worst thing you can do to your children because children feed off the energy that they're surrounded by, that they see their parents being surrounded with. That's what children feed off. And when you stay in a, in a, in a state of misery, of difficulty, of not having any answers, that's exactly what's causing their downfall. Because that's what they're feeding off. And that's what my child was feeding off. And it not only impacted my older daughter, but my younger one was impacted as well. Because I was so focused on the older one, and I was drowning with her, that I, I had no energy to focus on the younger one, and sometimes I feel that, um, which maybe my younger one doesn't realize. I see that she was spared; uh, she was uh, spared from uh, from from that journey because um, um, I was so busy with my older one that I did not have any energy left to be a helicopter mom to my my younger daughter. Um, but I think what I ha- what I realized, that's what 2020 brought for me, is that time, that stillness, that time that I spent with myself in self-reflection, analyzing myself, my actions, and their consequences, because every action does have a reaction. What I realized was that, you know what? It's time to change. And when I started changing, and I started sensing that as I'm changing, I feel my daughter's energy change. And I realized that, you know what? My daughters want me to become this kick-ass woman. And they're right there rooting for me as I change the journey of my life. And that's what waits for me ahead is um just pivot change that's what i'm getting ready to do is i'm going to be who they want me to be how they want to see me and they are standing there rooting for me so i can be the mom that they really wanted me to be